Hi, good morning, and welcome to the Daisy Take. I'm your host, Daisy Elizabeth, and I want to welcome you here. If you're new here, hi and welcome, and I hope that you hit that subscribe button and click that notification little check mark or whatever it is and never miss an episode. And if you've been listening, thank you so much, and I appreciate you, and thank you for sticking with me. You know, today's show is going to be a little bit different. Um, I want to talk about depression and the holidays. You know, a lot of times during the holidays, things get hectic. Um, People who are addicted to drugs or have an alcohol problem, it probably tends to get a little worse. And I want to talk about that because it's really difficult to combat a problem like that. I don't understand it. I've never had that addiction, but someone very, very close to me is going through that. And it just kind of sneaks up on you and you just can't wait for Christmas to be over. Um, I do have my depressive moments during the holiday season And I wish it was over right now, you know, like let's get through Christmas, get on to the new year and let's just all move on with our lives because it's very, very hectic. Information for today's podcast comes from foundationwellness.net, samash.gov, drugabuse.com, psychologytoday.com, lemonadehealth.com, and allianceofhope.org. And the, I'm not, I, I can't really say it because I know you can say it, but um, the S-A-M-H-S-A, those are letters that stand for Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So that is a very good resource if you are depressed or you have depression. Or you just think of self-harm or anything like that. Disclaimer, this episode may be difficult to listen to. If you are sensitive to anything in this podcast, listener discretion is advised. Um, You know, I think addiction and Christmas go hand in hand sometimes. You know, people get depressed and maybe some people are homeless. Um, Maybe some people are living with family and friends. Maybe are... Some people are in a bad relationship and just don't know how to get out of it. And I think all these problems can intensify during the holiday season. Um, Liquor and bar sales, you know, really just soar out there. Um, You know, you have your drunk driving accidents, your overdose deaths, um, substance abuse counselors, and addiction specialists, they probably have a high number of cases during the holiday season. But before all this can be addressed, you must first understand what causes it and why so many people struggle in the holiday season. You know, like I said, and this isn't going to be your typical episode, I just really wanted to touch on this because I think the holidays are hard when you don't have family. And even when you do have family, they can be hard because you can love someone as much as you love them with all your heart. Tell them to come stay with you. Tell them that you will help them. 
and they still refuse to be out on the street doing whatever it is they're doing. And it's no secret that you can have financial problems with all this. Um, many people during the holidays go into a, a financial plunge and, you know, there can be really a lot of pressure on gifts and what are you going to give people and buying gifts and maxing out credit cards and things like that. While Christmas bonuses can stimulate the economy, they're not given to all employers which is a real shitty, uh, sucky shame. And I'm sorry, but I think that every single damn employer out there should be giving a Christmas bonus and treating their workers like they appreciate them. Because some companies don't. And I'm thinking of one right now that doesn't. But I'm not going to say who it is. So, you know, you feel a lot of pressure during the holidays. You want to buy a Christmas tree. You want to buy new decorations. You want to have new clothes. You know, you also want to have other incidentals during that time of year. And this pressure to spend and strain on your budget can drive some people to drink and some people to do drugs, even if you don't have a a budget. And you're out there all by yourself because you think you have to be by yourself and you don't. Doing drugs, being out there, watching Christmas lights and Christmas stuff and feeling like you're not able to be a part of it. Even though you are, you know, you can be a part of it because your family does love you and they want you. you still choose to be out there. So nearly nine out of 10 Americans agree that the Christmas season is the most stressful time of year. And that says a lot because it really is, you know, you can't, you, you're worried about money. You're worried about finding the right gift. Um, you know, having them all wrapped up under the tree in time. And whatever challenges those are, maybe those can make you, you know, want to go get high or want to go get drunk. (coughs) You'll have to excuse me. I woke up a little congested this morning and I obviously did some shopping and was around a lot of other people. So when I start to have these little like tickles in my throat or feeling just like congested, what's the first thing I think of COVID? Oh my God, I got COVID. I don't have COVID. I'm just saying that's the first thing I think of. So anyway, sorry. (laughs) Um, There is increased isolation. Some people may be overwhelmed by gatherings during the holidays and other people want to be left alone. You know, and unfortunately addictions do rise if you are in isolation. You know, if you're alone, who's there to tell you not to do drugs? You know, 
And the fact is that a nearly two-year-long pandemic has led to a major increase in drug abuse. And many of those people are still struggling with it. As the holidays, when you combine depression and isolation, you get plenty of reasons why somebody would want to be alone, be out there by themselves and just do drugs or drink. Now, I know that during the pandemic, for myself, it has taken me a while to come out and be around people. Um, I get anxiety now around crowds. I am so used to being just by myself that I don't want to go out. I don't want to do anything. And then I think that increases from the pandemic because we sheltered ourselves. We used social media. Uh, we used, you know, our cameras and our phones and we used ordering when we had to order from the store, you go to, you know, Walmart pickup. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just things like that. And it's crazy. So I've had to learn how to get myself out of that mindset. And it's hard. When you are in an addictive state like that, it's hard. And everybody has an addiction. I don't care what it is. Um, may not be to alcohol or drugs. But I think that the holidays kind of make it even worse. Because maybe you don't have all your family members. Maybe some of your family members are gone and you wish they were here for the holiday season. Or maybe some of your families are, family members are here, but they're out there doing whatever they want to do and just not taking you up on your offer to love them and help them. So we really, really can find support in the holiday season. You know, when you have a friend that you can call and talk about your emotions, thoughts, your behaviors, and all of those can affect your mental health. You know, let your family and your friends know, communicate, call the hotlines, talk to someone. Don't just keep it inside. You know, and for a lot of Americans, the end of the year brings images of happy families gathering around Christmas tree, you know, big dinners and holiday music and fires. And for others, the holidays can be much darker and more difficult time. There's family conflict, there's financial strain, there's loneliness, there's grief. And seasonal affective disorder. If you find the holidays to be an emotionally difficult time for you, you're certainly not alone. You can do a search for on Google for grief and the holidays. And that shows nearly 2.2 million results. Seasonal affective disorder is also known as sad. It affects 6% of Americans. Another 14% experience a lesser form of seasonal mood change known as the winter blues. You know, emotional strains in the holiday and the winter weather, it can all take its toll. You know, and those who are struggling with drugs and alcohol abuse, they depend on that. They depend on that to keep them going. 
the majority of Americans are either overwhelmingly or moderately stressed during the holidays. <clears throat> and the holidays can be an especially trying time to maintain sobriety. And the effects of depression can be detrimental in many levels and may be a contributing factor to the rise and drug-related deaths during the holiday season. You know, I can't say it enough. The holiday season is often seen, you know, often seen as, you know, a time of, you know, love, joy, togetherness, happiness, family, you know, for many people, it's not. And the reality, I think for most people, it's not. We are too tuned in to our lifetime movies where there's happiness and joy and there's family and there's laughter. Everybody loves each other. Nobody has a problem. And the boy and the girl fall in love in the end and everybody gets, you know, they get married. Everybody's happy. It's just not real. It's not real, folks. Not real. And I think that it's overwhelming. You have to establish boundaries. You have to understand your limits and you have to be able to communicate. You know, in hurtful behavior, if you're hurt by somebody or a family member, calmly express your boundaries and tell them what you're not willing to tolerate. Now I'm going through this right now. And you have to be firm and clear in your actions. And you have to say, this hurts. I don't like it when you talk to me like that. Please find another way to express yourself. And if someone responds to your boundaries angrily, it doesn't deter from the fact that you have the right to set boundaries. And consider walking away from that person if your boundaries are not met. I think you have to practice self-care during the holiday season. And it's really, really important to prioritize self-care. And take time to recharge and engage in activities that bring you joy and relaxation. You really have to do that. You have to have a, po a positive outlook and nurture yourself. Even spending time practicing deep breathing in a room alone, just some quiet music on in the background, that can be a really good way to practice self-care. And like I said, disengage from conflict and not every disagreement or toxic interaction needs to be escalated to confrontation. You can have an argument, just learn to pick your battles and think about whether this argument is worth your time or not. 
And if you have a toxic person or a narcissist in your life, I can tell you right now, you will not win. However, I have. If that toxic person or that narcissist, they can feed off your emotions and they don't care what kind of attention they get, positive or negative, as long as they're getting some kind of attention. And the most empowering choice that you have during the holiday season is choosing to disengage to maintain your peace of mind. You have to learn how to forgive your enemies and you have to learn how to love each other. There is lots of people out there. There's a couple of people out there that I have forgiven what they've done to me, but I'll never forget. And I don't want to talk to them. You know, so you've got to shift your focus from toxic people to positive relationships in your life. Find people that are supportive and uplifting to be around during the holiday season. And it can be challenging, but practicing empathy towards toxic people can be a powerful coping mechanism. And there's never any excuse for toxic behavior. You just have to think how difficult it must be for that person to be themselves. If you have to seek professional support, go to a counselor, uh, go to a priest, go to your pastor, go to a rabbi, go to somebody that you trust, that you love, that you can talk to about anything. Therapy can help you through difficult times and help you communicate your skills and set boundaries. And we all know the number of suicides increases over the Christmas holiday. Actually, they found out that's wrong. The idea that more people kill themselves at Christmas time than any other time of the year is just almost an urban legend. According to the National Institute of Health, studies have found that suicide rate actually declines on Christmas and on the days leading up to it, although the study that was surveyed did suggest that women were at higher risk for making non-lethal attempts during the holidays. Now, New Year's Day is a little bit more tricky. Studies showing no significant fluctuation in suicide rates and others recording a slightly higher. These findings are interesting from a statistical perspective. But not any help when you are trying to predict the behavior of a certain individual. And that is exactly what I am going through right now. Twice this has happened. And I'm waiting for the third time. Not to myself. 
but for somebody who I love dearly. You know, we all love our children, right? It doesn't matter how old they get. We all love them. And it doesn't help to know what 90% of the population will do when your loved one is in the other 10%. You know, even ourselves who find the holiday season sad and overwhelming, even people in the best mental health feel let down. And it's because their own holiday celebrations fail to match ones depicted in television or commercials. That's exactly what I was talking about. We are not living in a lifetime movie. And I'm not trying to bring Christmas down. I'm not trying to bring, um, you know, your holiday season down. Oh, that, you know, That Daisy Elizabeth at the Daisy Tag, boy, she's just a Christmas hater. No, I love Christmas. I love the holidays. But I get sad. I do get sad. And I get weepy. You know, and it's hard. But it can be joyful. You know, it can be joyful and it can be wonderful. But sometimes it can be sad. And the last thing I would like to say, if you are in a toxic relationship, then you need to get out. You don't have to stay in a relationship that's bad for you. The holidays may be a hard time for some and not for others. And maybe for some people, they're very depressing, but you have to take care of your mental health and let the people around you know that you love them. That is the last thing I do is I always say, I love you because I want my children. I want my mother. I want, you know, everyone to know that I love them and I love you all for listening. And I appreciate you all. You have to take care of your mental health during the holiday season, especially, but during the other seasons too. And during the whole year. If you or anyone you know feels suicidal or needs to talk, you can call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. I want to thank you for joining me today. I know this was a little bit different than the show I normally do. But I really think it's important that we talk about that, especially when you don't have a support system. Like, I certainly don't have family members coming out of the woodwork saying, hey, how you doing? Are you okay? How's things going with your situation? You know, how's your youngest child? Nobody does that. And I want to thank you for joining me and I love Christmas and I love you all. And I love the holidays and I hope that you have a very wonderful, merry, merry Christmas. Thank you for joining me. 
Join me for Murdered and Missing Monday. Be kind to one another. Love you. Bye.